Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for High Velocity Radio. Welcome to the High Velocity Radio Show, where we celebrate top performers producing better results in less time. Stone Payton here with you this morning. You guys are in for a real treat. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast with unbreakable entrepreneur, Jay Tepley. How are you? Hello. Yeah, I'm really good. Excited to be on this show. I'm talking to you today. Well, I, I, I almost said good morning, but uh, it's actually not morning for, for you. We, we have the, the blessing of technology-enabled conversation. You're, uh, you're actually located over in the UK, right? That's right. Yeah. UK, London. <laughs> so when we get a Business Radio X studio set up in your neck of the woods, as we say down here, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do something live from there. But in the meantime, what a marvelous opportunity. Uh, and maybe we'll get uh, Business Radio X UK, UK going. So talk to us a little bit. Mission, purpose. Uh, what's your focus over there? What, what are you really trying to do for people with this body of work? Okay, so I help uh, male entrepreneurs overcome depression uh, in eight weeks without medication or traditional therapy. And so why the focus on on males? That was uh, obviously that was a conscious choice. Yeah, absolutely. I um, well, several reasons. Firstly, the system that I've designed is specifically focused on how the male mind works. And so it's designed to produce the best results for the male mind. And the reason why I thought it was really important is because, as you probably know, uh, depression is a great problem right now, but not just not everyone is exposed to it equally, so to speak. And so according to research, the rate of male suicide and depression actually double that of female. And especially with entrepreneurs, I realized there weren't many people helping them the right way because the mind of the entrepreneur is quite different from someone who works nine to five. It's a very different mindset. It's a very different outlook on life. And to me, uh, entrepreneurs are the heroes, the new heroes of uh, these times. And because of that, they require a different approach and a different treatment. Well, I'm sure that my wife would agree with you 110%. (laughs) I've been an entrepreneur almost my entire career. She has a very rewarding and fulfilling career with a little company some of our listeners may have heard of called IBM. Uh, so, and I'm sure she would agree with you that the mind of the entrepreneur is different, but if you would say more about that in, in, in what ways? Right. Well, first of all, it's the ability to push against your fear, against obstacles, against your comfort zone, something that many people feel trapped by. And also it's this thing about having a mission, and striving to create something bigger than yourself, to leave a legacy. So not just to pay your bills, to live uh, your day-to-day, but to actually create a change in the world. So as you might imagine, in my, in my role with Business Radio X, and just really my lifestyle in general, I hang out with a lot of entrepreneurs and, and right. business owners. And 
I don't know if it, it wouldn't surprise me at all, as, particularly as I learn more from you about this whole issue of depression, if some of them are depressed. But boy, they don't present themselves that way. You know, like, are we particularly good at masking our depression? Well, I'll ask that on two fronts, entrepreneurs and men. And then this is like a double whammy. <laughs> yes. Well, it has to do a lot with how men are brought up in our society. Hmm. And from a very young age, you're told, you know, boys don't cry. And you don't have to, um, you don't you can't really talk about your feelings openly. And in my observation, what happens is many men actually lose that conscious connection with their feelings. And so what I've noticed sometimes is someone is really suffering, but consciously they're not fully aware of it. So they're rather telltale signs, but the person themselves Things that everything is all right up to a point, obviously, up until they psychologically and, and mentally crumble, and then they realize that something is wrong. But yes, you're right. What an interesting line of work. It's obviously a noble pursuit, but I got to know a little bit more about the backstory. What in the world compelled you to, to, to do that? How did you find yourself in this line of work in the first place? Right. So I uh, started doing this work about 20 years ago, just over 20 years ago now. And I've been a spiritual mentor and teacher over all these years. But gradually, I decided to narrow down my focus. And so the more I was seeing, obviously, what kind of people are benefiting from my teachings the most, and what kind of people need them the most as well, then naturally I realized that the entrepreneurs, because I'm surrounded by that tribe, I'm an entrepreneur myself. And so I've realized that the entrepreneurs are those people who would really benefit from what I teach because the task that they've chosen for themselves quite often is it's very strenuous and mm. quite often it far exceeds what they were mentally and emotionally prepared for uh, going up to this point. And so I've realized that having those tools that I am sharing would make a massive difference for this tribe. So have you, through your work, have you been able to identify, kind of get at the, the root cause of the, like, do you know, I don't know, the psychological reasons, like why is it happening? There are several, uh, there are several reasons, obviously. Um, It's not, it would be very easy and very simplistic to say one size fits all. And this is why, (laughs) and this is what you do. And, but however, there is an underlying motive, an underlying pattern with what is happening and quite often not always as i said but quite often with um, developing depression it has to do a lot with how our mind works and we can see our mind as a structure divided into four levels or layers and the way those levels are 
designed to function are in full synchronicity and synergy. And this unfortunately doesn't happen with many people. So you don't need to be a psychologist to have heard about the conscious and the subconscious mind. And quite often those two don't agree with each other. And if they don't agree with each other massively, they start that internal war. And this subconscious mind has its desires, needs, and goals. And then the conscious mind or the ego has its own desires and goals, usually imposed by someone else, usually copied from someone we admire or from society or from our peers, our parents. And so when these two are at odds, what happens is they they become an internal war. And that internal war is like a friction, like a mental friction that causes a kind of a mental inflammation within. And you can um, you can tell it even from how the body responds to it because inflammation on the physical level quite often accompanies depression. And so that mental inflammation is the root cause of that what we call depression in many cases. And the easiest way out is to address that conflict and to stop that war within. So let's talk about the work itself. What does it, what does it look like when you begin to try to help someone get their arms around this issue and, and actually uh, help them become unbreakable? <laughs> I love this question. So firstly, I teach them how their mind works. Because if you want to repair something, say a machine, first you want to learn how this machine operates. And with your mind, it's very similar. So I teach them about the four levels of the mind and how those levels interact and how they want and need to be in synchronicity. So that's step number one. And then step number two, I teach them how to make sure that the needs of your subconscious, the part that starts the war, are met. And it's a very straightforward system where all you need to do, you need to learn that your subconscious basically only wants one thing. And no, it's not disgusting. <laughs> you know where my mind went. <laughs> yes, but uh, everyone's subconscious only wants one thing. And that thing is personal power. Mm. And it may sound really strange because in our society, in our current paradigm, uh, the word power has a lot of negative rep. But what we need to understand and really understand to pull ourselves out of depression is that we are meant to be very powerful beings. And it's reflected in many philosophies um, and religions of the world where it says that we come from the source, that we are the children of the absolute, of God. And when you think about it, children take after their parents, and so if we are part of that universal force that created everything, obviously part of that creative power and that consciousness is in us. And our deepest desire as human beings is to realize that power and to make a dent on the world. And again, I know that some people think, oh, but I don't want to be powerful. 
And I want to say, yes, you do. Search <laughs> your feelings. You know this to be true. Because everything we do, everything we do, ultimately comes down to leaving a mark on the world. Because why do we even want to stay alive? Because we want to make a difference. Uh, why do we want to be with someone? Ultimately, because we feel that we are pulling someone into our orbit and we are creating something meaningful together. So again, it's, it's a reflection of that personal power. So for entrepreneurs creating their businesses, it's a very pure expression of wanting to leave a mark on the world and to change something by their presence. Now, the problem is though, that the conscious and the subconscious mind see this thing very differently. And as I said, the word power has a lot of bad rep in our society. And this is because we don't sadly have a different word for power to and power over. And these are different concepts. I should explain them in my book. So the power to is the side that often gets misused and abused and has this very dark uh, connotation in our society because the power to springs from that inner insecurity and emptiness. And it's the power, say, over resources or social power of some kind. And quite often people abuse it because they don't have a solid standing because they're compensating for something. And, you know, it's similar to say if there is a very very muscular guy sometimes who compensates with his looks for his inner insecurity and it's just something that does happen so people who crave a lot of power over uh, those who compensate for the lack of power too and the power too is what we actually really crave as human beings is what we are searching for or all our lives so that power too means that is the power over our internal resources over our mind over our internal power our gift to manifest in the world and when we have access to that power too you will notice that people who meditate a lot uh, people who are spiritually curious or spiritually inclined are much more peaceful, are much more compassionate. Um, if they do it in the right way, I mean, if they really see the results from their practice, you can see that there is like an aura of calmness and confidence around them. And that happens because they acquire that power too. And the curious thing is that once you have this power too, once you are able to consciously mold your mind and your reality in alignment with your will, suddenly the power over is given to you, but you're not that interested because if you have the real treasure, why would you compensate? And so the lack of access to that very fundamental need, which is the power to, which is our inner confidence and the, uh, and the ability to create our own reality the way we want it, this is what drives people to depression and sometimes even suicide. Wow. All right. So say more about this book. In my experience, 
books that that complement uh, a, a professional service provider's work, like like in your situation. For me, what I like about it, is, is, as a, as a, as supplementing the work, is it often reinforces just how to get started. And and I suspect that's one of the great benefits of your book. But say more about the book. You know why you chose to commit the time and energy to commit this to to a book. And I don't know. Are my instincts right? Is is one of the benefits it it, it helps you just get get this thing going and gives you a starting place. I wrote several books, and you can find them on Amazon. So I am an author, and for me, writing books well. I would say uh, the way it started was students kept asking me the same questions over and over. And I thought, (laughs) actually, you know, well, rather than explaining that every time, it would be easier to put them into a book. But since then, I've written several books. And with this in particular, the idea was to get someone started from where they are. Okay. So someone may choose to work with me. And that's great. That's one of the purposes of this book. So you can read it, uh, say, fall in love with what I'm talking about and really think that, wow, that resonates with me. That makes so much sense. I need to take it further and explore it further. But even if someone decides to just get a little bit of help and say they want to do it on their own, this book gives you the tools to do it. So as a, and I, I did know that you're a prolific author. It's one of the reasons I was so excited about having you on the, on the, on the show is, uh, did you find that the book came together pretty easy for you? Or was that a, a, a bit of a, a challenge taking what you naturally do and then getting it committed to paper and in a structure that the layperson could really use? Or what, what was that, the actual book writing process like for you? It used to be quite <laughs> quite a serious work, but <laughs> over all these years that I've been writing, it became pretty effortless, I would say, because also I write articles, I write posts on social media. So I think like with everything, it, it just comes with experience. So the more you do something, same with writing, same with working out, same with mind mastery. The more you do something, the better you become at it. And you may come to the point, hopefully, when it becomes your second nature, when it becomes natural. So I know that many people are dreading (laughs) uh, to write a book because it seems like such a huge mammoth task. But for me, I just don't... uh, it's just something to do. Let's say if um, if there is uh, a task to write a book, it's just another entry on my to-do list. So it's not strenuous anymore. And I think my readers can feel it as well because many people told me that my books are very enjoyable and easy to read. So let's let's talk about this this broader topic, I guess, of this personal spiritual development. It, uh, again, in, in my experience, some some of the most successful people that I've had the pleasure of interviewing and getting to know a little bit really do invest a great deal of energy and time in in their own, their personal, their spiritual, well, and also their physical development. Can, can, can you speak to that some more? 
Absolutely. And I love this question. I think it's super important for any teacher and any mentor to keep going on on their journey and never become complacent and never rest on the laurels and always seek for something greater because the more they work on themselves, the more value they can offer to their students on a continuous basis. So yes, I... Apart from, obviously, I meditate every day. I also love working out. Um, I love martial arts. And before the dark times, I used to run a lightsaber choreography club here in London for charity purposes. (laughs) Oh, that sounds fun. (laughs) It's probably a great workout, I love it. I love it. And it's a very good workout. And I was also teaching those guys meditation as well. And uh, with with a lightsaber uh, or with a sword, I used to deal with swords as well. It trains you something very important because apart from obviously developing your balance, your stamina, you know, your physical strength, it also allows you to have a very important shift in mindset, which is to be able to stand up for yourself because if someone is attacking you in that way, you're forced to defend yourself. And I think it's great for people who in their everyday life have problems uh, putting their foot down or saying no where they should say yes. And it can be very sneaky because many people think, oh, you know, I don't have this issue. I'm super confident. This is how I run my business. That's, you know, that's who I am. But really, if deep down they look into like the darkest recesses of their soul, uh, they may find that they actually feel uh, they have this imposter syndrome, which is more common Mm. than most people think. So that ties up with what we spoke about earlier, about many men not fully being not being fully connected with their emotions and with what they feel and this is why uh, this self-searching and self-inquiry work is so so important so what are you finding the most rewarding what what are you enjoying the most uh, about your work honestly i for me it's being able to make a difference in someone's life and Every time when someone comes to me saying, thank you, your work has saved my life. I wouldn't be talking to you right now if I didn't discover you in time. And it's very humbling and it's very rewarding. And I think I wouldn't want to do anything else more than what I'm doing right now. I, I believe that it comes through over the airwaves. It comes through over the video. I can see it in your eyes. We can hear it. We can hear it in, in your voice. So, uh, what's next? I mean, I surely you'll be writing more books and expanding your work. Do you plan Absolutely. to kind of try to grow the business and scale the business, or have you kind of got that where where you want it and, it, and it's it's letting, allowing you to do the the work you want to do? I absolutely plan on growing it internationally. And the reason why I want to do it is not because of, say, ego or the financial aspect. Um, 
And I know, obviously, it's important. I understand the importance of it. But for me, the main goal is to spread the message. And so as many guys as possible can discover these tools just when they need them. And if that's all right with you, I wanted to share one simple technique please. to start yes. someone off. Yes, please. Right. So... Um, all you need to do, and if you meditate already, great. If you don't, that's fine as well. And all you need to do is to find a quiet moment during the day to calm down your breathing and then to be able to focus fully on what you're feeling in that moment. And most people never do that. So really, without any judgment, without any anger, without any resistance, look at your feelings in that moment and simply label them. So imagine that you are a researcher of your own mind and you have like a notepad. So everything that you notice there, you simply write it down. So let's say, you know, anger or tiredness or frustration or joy or happiness, or being in love, just simply write it down. And after that, have a think, what are the underlying feelings in your life? What are the most dominant feelings that run in the background of your mind every day? Because those feelings ultimately create your life. What marvelous counsel. And I, uh, I think it's important that we, that we build in the time to make that happen. I, um, I, my business partner and I, we set aside different blocks of time to accomplish different tasks. And I, I think it would be wise to not just say, I'm going to do that, but, you know, block it off in your calendar, right? And make it a, a habit and do it consistently. Terrific. Absolutely. And the beauty of it is um, you don't need that much time. You only need a couple of minutes. Yeah. And no matter how busy someone is, they can only uh, they can always find a few minutes in their day. Even you know, just um, uh, taking a quiet time out. You know, as you're sitting on the couch relaxing, you could do it then. So we touched on this earlier. Um, you mentioned the idea of mentoring. So I got a couple of, before we wrap, there's a couple of things I'd like to get your insight and perspective on with regard to mentoring. One, I'm just interested to know a little bit more about uh, your experience being a, what do you call it, a mentee, like when you've maybe had a mentor in your life, and then um, your experience and in, in insight from being a, a mentor, anything you can offer me personally. By the way, guys, if you if you want to get some really great professional counsel at a uh, without paying for it <laughs> get yourself a radio show <laughs> i i learned so much uh but, but yeah anything exactly. you might you might have to offer in terms of uh this whole idea of, of, of seeking out and, and fully capitalizing on either side of that mentoring relationship i'm I, i'm sure we our listeners would really appreciate that absolutely and um, it's my deep belief that mentorship is really important if you want to achieve real results. And I think I don't need to um, explain to entrepreneurs why it's so important because obviously if you got some great results in your business, 
usually it's because you found a great mentor that showed you how to do it. And with spiritual development is very similar. And I would say it's even more urgent because I like the saying, your mind is a dangerous neighborhood. Don't go there alone. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Uh, So kind of... uh, 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 Along that same that same line, it, it strikes me that if you're going to be a good uh, a mentor, a leader, uh, that it would be it would be wise to understand that uh, a male, particularly in, in the context of this conversation that you're working with, may be dealing with some of these challenges, and so maybe be prepared to to at least acknowledge for yourself, hey, this person may be experiencing some of this. So as a result, I'm gonna you know, let that inform the way I communicate and try to help this person. Yes. Absolutely. So I have a very sophisticated uh, diagnosis system and you can actually get it from my website. So ah. if you go um, on my website, you can choose in one of the options to get this uh, depression self checklist. And the results may surprise you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, because as I said, There are many different reasons why the depression-like symptoms may occur in that person. And this is why I don't believe in uh, one fix uh, fits all, because it can be that the symptoms are similar, but the root cause is actually different. And this is why I always run that person through that depression self-checklist first, And there are only seven points, so it's pretty straightforward. But as I said, certain things are very um, unexpected for many people. It's like, really? Have I been affected by that? I would have never thought. So I think uh, self-understanding is really key uh, to developing yourself to the point where you become unbreakable. All right, and we can find this checklist right on your right on your website, which is a perfect segue. But before we wrap, and I could talk about this all day, but I have to have go. I have to go meditate <laughs> now that I'm talking. Uh, so, That's but, a good reason. <laughs> so before we wrap, let's do. Let's make sure that our listeners, if they would like to have a conversation with you or someone on your team, or they'd like to go access the book or go to the website, let's leave them with some some points of contact, whatever you feel like is appropriate. The website, LinkedIn, Amazon. Let, let's make sure we, we give them a path to make it make it easy for them. Fantastic. Yes. And um, surely you can find me on Amazon as J.H. Tapley and all my books. And you can find me on LinkedIn and on Facebook and on Twitter as Unbreakable Entrepreneur and on TikTok and on YouTube, which is where you're probably watching this video right now. But I would say uh, the best and the easiest way to get in touch with me is at the uh, back of my books, but also in all of my materials, you will have a link to my Telegram channel. And if you join this channel, you will have also access to some exclusive content that I share only with my students. And you will get to talk to me uh, personally and to some of the advanced students of the course. So it can be uh, the beginning of a really fascinating journey. Well, Jay, it has been an absolute delight having you on the show today. Thank you so much for joining us and and, and sharing your insight. This has been informative, inspiring, and uh, candidly, just a lot of fun. 
<laughs> I'm glad to hear that. And thank you so much for inviting me on the show. It's been a pleasure. All right. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest today, Jay Tepley with Unbreakable Entrepreneur and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you in the fast lane. <laughs>